The following talk was given at Mile High Church in Lakewood, Colorado. Please visit our website at milehighchurch.org. We are going to take a little bit of time and have a conversation amongst ourselves. Our direction today has to do with the consciousness that it takes to, per, to be strong and to thrive even during challenging times. And so we're going to have a discussion and, and a debate even, right? We're going to debate it? No, we're not going to debate A little crossfire, <laughs> yeah. A little, uh, little see, you know. He said, she said, that sort of thing. So uh, I want to start with you, Dr. Barry. It's great to have you here. I also singing Surely the Presence for us. You are the presence. And so what uh, input, advice, and, and wisdom do you have for us today around this topic? Well, I think just uh, dealing with the world without baseball is the biggest challenge <laughs> that we're facing. And, that, uh, is that is true. So, um, you know, looking into that... Uh, you know, I was doing some reading about consciousness, and uh, Ernest Holmes said, um, "Our bodies are just a vehicle for consciousness. So we're 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 driving around with these hearts and minds in these bodies, but they're just a vehicle for consciousness." And I was seeing how, like in this time, uh, uh, I think our consciousness really needs to expand. I was reading about um, Edgar Mitchell, who was uh, the sixth man to walk on the moon, and he was uh, an astronaut who was profoundly changed by um, uh, by seeing the earth from outer space. And he said he had an experience of what he called instant global consciousness. He just looked at the earth from outer space and he was just floating out there in space looking at it and, and said all the all those divisions and all those um, political ideologies just faded away and that he could... Um, he, he saw more of humanity and all of our differences seem so small from out there. And I've been thinking about that a lot this week um, uh, because this uh, situation is global. And um, we have all our tribal differences and all our tribal loyalties, uh, whether they're national or they're political or they're religious or whatever it is. And you can see them fading away. And we're really, I think... Um, being moved towards a global consciousness that we are connected together, whether we want to admit it or not, that's where we're going. That's where we're heading. And I think the idea of global consciousness as a good thing is um, moving us towards a level of cooperation and understanding that we haven't been before. And I think that's the gift that we have here. Mm -hmm. That can only be a good thing. That can only be a good thing. (laughs) If we can... um, yeah, if we can wrap our head around it, and it's uh, it's going to take us a while to do it, but we got a while, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> time on our hands. Got some time, yeah, some time yeah. on our hands to contemplate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I resonate with that. You know, a, a quote I like to live by is from a philosopher named Robert Anton Wilson, and he says, "You are exactly as big as that which you love." and exactly as small as that which you allow to annoy you. And in this time filled with inconveniences, Barry, you know, it's so important to remember um, to be that which we love, uh, to take the time to love it. And yes, uh, take some time to be uh, annoyed at what's inconvenienced you and how you're having to change your, your plans, but spend just as much time uh, in that consciousness that you're talking about of, of bringing love to all these different areas in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead, Dr. Pat. And I, I would just add that... Uh, it feels like, and what we see on the uh, televisions, what we're hearing and what we're personally experiencing, is something's dissolving. And I'm not saying that to put us into fear, 
but as you said, Barry, so beautifully that uh, things are dissolving like um, lines of division. And perhaps we don't understand that right now, but when something dissolves, there's always a resolve that comes forth. So I've uh, counseled with several people on Zoom this week, and um, a whole new experience for me, but it's been a good one. And to um, just reassure ourselves to take a deep breath, because fear kind of, we're a little hollow in our breathing, to take it to the fullness of our hearts. And in that breathing, um, just bring in love. And know right where you are, you are love. And I've had a couple of people call me back and say, well, that's helping me. You know, because when we get involved with the TV and other people's fear, we need to go to quietude and really remember that we are dissolving. Not that we're going away, but we're becoming bigger than ever. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we're being given this amazing chance to do this in a very profound way. I remember last week, I think it was Dr. Rogers saying something about how so many people say, oh, I wish I had more time to meditate. I wish I had more opportunity to be quiet. And, you know, here we are being faced with this opportunity for greater quietude. And it's it's an opportunity to really do that holy sacred work more profoundly. So I think it's really important for us not to, to pay attention, to be aware to know what's going on and what will serve us, but at the same time, take advantage of the opportunity to let that dissolving happen so a new resolve can emerge that can actually help to pull us even more towards what you're talking about, that global connectedness that we're all saying we want, so many of us want. Yeah, I I got the opportunity yesterday to um, uh, work with a group of men, a men's group, and we had a conference, kind of an all-day thing, and... um, uh, on Zoom, you know, so you got all the little the little boxes that you're looking at, and it just seemed uh, so strange at first. But um, uh, we were talking some about consciousness too, and I was talking about that thing, um, that famous quote from Emerson about "Let us get our bloated nothingness out of the path of the divine circuits." Um, but the next line of that is is Emerson saying, "Let us unlearn our wisdom of the world." And I think, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we were really cranking on the wisdom of the world. We were riding high, and uh, we were just full tilt boogie worldwide. And so now we have this opportunity to go within and to unlearn our wisdom of the world, and uh, we're going to create something new. Uh, we don't know what it is yet, but uh, we're going through a change. And I think part of our uh, our work is to work in consciousness individually and to bring something to this next uh, incarnation of consciousness that's very positive and is very inclusive and is very open. That's the uh, opportunity that lies before us to unlearn our wisdom of the world as it was and to develop uh, a true spiritual connection that we can uh, bring to this next uh, this next picture, whatever it looks like. And uh, I think it can be very, very good. That's what, that's what I'm holding. Mm-hmm. My affirmation for myself and in, you know, being a part of leading this, this church has been to make a commitment to find 
as many opportunities as I find challenges in this, those opportunities to connect, those opportunities to be in more prayer, those opportunities to explore the ways that connect one another. You know, uh, Zoom has almost been the word for God this week. You know, there is one <laughs> Zoom, that life is Zooms, you know, that kind of thing. But to, to take that time uh, creatively and when challenged to say, what is the opportunity here for me to grow in a deeper, more expanded way? And I have this great gift at home in having a baby girl. And, and a teenager. And a teenager. The teenagers <laughs> become kind of a nocturnal entity, uh, but the baby's up just like normal. And, you know, we've uh, decided that it's okay to take walks outside and things like that. And you're watching this little girl say hi to everyone that walks by. And there's part of you that goes, oh, this is blissful ignorance. But then there's another part of you that says, this little girl knows exactly what's going on. She's this walking affirmation of, of life and everything that's beautiful. And I want to follow her lead. Uh, I want to protect her and keep her safe, but follow her lead as well, that no matter what is going on, it cannot keep me from having that inner knowing and that inner joy and sharing it uh, with the world around me. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. I just have to share, speaking about the preciousness of Nancy June, um, for years I've had this vision when I allow myself to get really, really still, um, I see that it's the little child, and maybe that's the little child that's totally believing in each one of us, but the children knocking on doors, and this goes through all cultures, knocking on doors, we open the door, and it's the children that lead us, and it's like they're leading us to a, a big, beautiful uh, body of water, which I always recognize as life itself. So uh, thank you for sharing about she's just smiling and doing your thing. And that spiritual child within us needs to keep that smile no matter what, no matter what. Because we're in a process of resetting. I'm not sure what we're resetting other than resetting, coming into the fullness of spirit and we know from that manifestation takes place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My prayer partner was saying recently something that I found really profound. And that is that Ernest Holmes, our founder, was teaching and preaching this stuff back during the big Spanish depression. Flu. Spanish yeah. flu, depression, mm-hmm. everything. All these other, the World War, World War II, these crises that were going on in the world. And he, I went back and was reading some of his essays from those times last night. And it was interesting because he didn't necessarily walk right into them, except during the, the, the war. I saw a few essays where he was talking about the war and not hating our enemy kind of thing. And I just feel like spiritual principle at the core, that is what is going to support us and continue to move forward, thriving, staying connected, uh, feeling confident about the the steps that we can take to move forward in our lives. And it, it just keeps going back in this conversation and in life in general, that if we get too caught up in the wisdom of the world and not caught up in the wisdom of the soul, that's when we get disconnected. And this is a true time to really allow that wisdom of the soul to rise up, just like those other times when he was talking about and telling people, stay connected, stay in consciousness, do your work, all that kind of stuff the persistent conversation that was present then. And humanity survived and thrived. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you, and you've got a, a big part of my talk in, the, in Yeah, I know, too, I so. know. This whole conversation's got a whole bunch of my talk in well, it, too. Uh, so. one, one mind. Well, I've got to say, um, 
Barry and, and Patty, I know Michelle feels the same way. It's so good to, to see you. You're like yes. bookends in our community. So to get to hear and see you singing Shirley and just to, to be in your presence, you know, um, I know it's hard to not be here. And we're, we're kind of lucky because we get to be in this space. But we want you to know that we're, we're with you uh, wherever you are and that these presences of leadership at Mile High Church are, are going to continue to be with us, too. And we, we sure do love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Mile High Church Podcast. This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners like you. If you'd like to make a donation, please visit us at milehighchurch.org. Have a fabulous day.